Lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny, your dangerously distant dragonfly. That's what's up. Yes. Welcome back to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. If this is your first time listening to us, welcome. welcome. If it's your second time listening to us, welcome back. If it's your third time, as I love to say, your family, mm-hmm. you're a lover. I think I said it backwards because I call you a lover. Danny wants to call you family because yes. she doesn't like lover because she's a hater. But welcome to another episode of Lovers Quarrel. Again, I'm TJ. That's Danny. Yes. And we uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I know you guys are probably saying what happened to the episode last week. You guys a bunch said you was on bullshit. Difficult uh, technical difficulties. Uh, and yeah, we I just... messed up the audio and I was trying to get it back. I deleted it. I thought I saved it, and yeah. She just was a mess, and it happens. So I said, you know what? We're just not going to post it. So everything we were talking about, forget about it. I already got the episode title for this one, though. Okay. It's called The Do-Over. Yeah, well, hopefully we don't... Hopefully we get to release The Do-Over with no issues. Yeah, definitely. um, I hope everyone is out there staying safe and um, social distancing. I hope... All you lovers out there are still working in some capacity. Yes. Gainfully employed um, and safe. And if you're on the front line, we salute you and we thank you. Definitely. And um, I hope that if you are in one of those states where the governors are on their fuck shit, that you are keeping your ass in the house as long as you can, as best as you can. Um, Because, yeah, they trying to get niggas the hell up out of here. Um, Actually, uh... Just before TJ and I uh, jumped on to start recording this episode, we got word that um, New York rapper Fred the Godson um, succumbed to complications from the coronavirus. So we want to definitely say rest in peace to him, as well as everyone that's lost someone, a loved one, to this horrible, horrible um, virus. And I know that that hits home for a lot of people in New York, um, especially in New York. Not that he wasn't known outside of there, but just because he's a part of the hip-hop community. And um, I want to, dare I say, that this might be one of the big, the first, like, deaths we've had in this in the hip-hop community from COVID-19. Um, I could be wrong, but either way, it's, you know, all over the news, all over social media. And I saw the same post, you know, that many of us saw where he was earlier in the month and he was like, I'm fighting. And he was, you know, there and, you know, gave the, the, the fist, like, you know, in solidarity and just like that, you know, unfortunately, he wasn't able to 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 win that battle. So our thoughts and prayers are with his family and those who, you know, love them. No, definitely. I mean, it's it's definitely tough. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just praying for everybody, uh, you know. From what they've been saying, like, it attacks people and it could be like a long term battle. Mm-hmm. Some people are lucky where the 14 days go by, they're good. But I've heard like we've the Broadway actor lost his leg, mm-hmm. then amputated his leg. I've heard of just people just going through like really bad situations. Yeah, it's it's. It's the same thing, but it's impacting people in so many in so many different ways. Um, from, I mean, it's crazy because it's something that goes from like, it, if if someone contracts it, you can either be anywhere on the spectrum from asymptomatic and you don't even know you have it to it kills you, and 
that is definitely one of the scariest notions about this whole thing because it's not even like it's following a, a there are patterns that it follows but it's not like you can like set your watch to that shit and you have to take into consideration your own pre um your own like your own medical conditions uh pre-existing conditions your own medical history is so it's just wild yeah but um you know we're gonna try and turn you know lighten up the mood a little bit um with this episode so of course it's now time to jump on our elevator um and are you going up or down i'm actually going up okay all right so you can go first okay going up so I have a few things that I just want to go up on. So you got a few things. Yeah. All like, right. So can I just go? Right, mine's gonna be. They're quick. they're but mine are quick though. Nah, cause you you know how you do you be rapping. <sighs> You're a fucking hater. All right, go ahead, sir. All right, my positive, because because we're up. I purchased a bike. That was mine, fucking thief. Oh well, you didn't send me the show notes. I did. I I absolutely fucking emailed it to you. Oh well, I haven't. I don't have it up. You As didn't. You can see. I don't have so, it. So, because you're unprepared, now well, you still... Well, mine is still now, different. Now, now I'm glad I got different. several. Now I'm glad I got several. Mine is still different, though. Mine's having, about I having a new Dayella bike. I bought a bike as well for her birthday. It's her early birthday present. Mm-hmm. Because now that we have more space... So, backstory, Danny has always wanted a bike. And I was like, fuck yes. no, because we have nowhere to put it. But now that we have all this space, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy myself a bike. Because if I'm going to be forced to stay home, this is a way that I can work out. So we bought bikes Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, got the bikes. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, y'all, bikes <laughs> bikes can be expensive. So a good bike, yes. Yeah, a good bike that's meant for like, uh, what is it? Like trails. riding. Yeah. And uh, well, they're all good for riding, right? But this is like for if you're riding a path. There you go. I'm Pavements sorry. or like trails. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. We bought them. I'm hype. It's like, let me try this out. So He's like, all right, I'm going for a ride, Danny. All yeah. right, bye. So I, I go bike riding. My dumb ass fell. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about that. And, you know, I was just riding around the neighborhood. And I was talking to my neighbor. Being extra friendly. I, I went to wave. And I see my life flash uh, in front of my eyes. You know what I'm me, good though. You know what it makes me think of what was what? that music video? Was it was it was Method Man and Redman in the music video where the girl was riding on the bike yes, and they were it with, was. and she and she and she, she crashed to the yeah, back she, of the she car. She was like cute. Yeah, she, yeah. Anyway, that's what I think of. No, when I it hear. was like I was in in the middle of the cul-de-sac and I went to wave lost. Uh, got a little wobbly. Got a little wobbly, <laughs> and I just flipped over. But I'm good. So far, I've put in four miles. Exciting. So I have uh, put in none. Uh, once we get uh, helmets, that's what I'm then I'll for. probably ride out a little bit more. But yeah, so are you done? Yes. Okay. So that was one of my uh, ups is because I was excited about my bike. It's green. My favorite color is green. Um, I but I was saying that like I just needed a helmet because I was like I'm not taking I'm not gonna go riding until I have a helmet at least. I wasn't even gonna say why because I didn't know if he didn't want to share his story where he busts his ass. But I mean. I didn't get like a head trauma or anything like that. I just scraped my hand and my knee. I yeah. told my daughter and she Oh yeah, I don't know why. Devastated. Tatum is very much a an empath in those ways where if she thinks that somebody is hurt or sick, she 
is like devastated and hurt and sick for you. She was like, Daddy got a boo-boo. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she was like too upset she about it. She called my parents. Crying. To let them know. So and, 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 and then your mom was being scary. Yes, my mother was being very scary. She was scary. like, show me. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, it got to be bad if you don't want to show me. No, it's not bad. I'm Gucci. But anyway, yeah. so that's all I have for, um, for me. Yes. So, yeah. Since you brought me back into it. But Whatever. I got a bike too as well whatever I'm and she didn't say thank you either i definitely did say definitely thank you didn't. you're full of shit well, go ahead. i'll say thank you on my birthday since it's in like another what what we're in here april may june july and like three months okay so if that's the case you can't ride until then no all right then so anyway got the bike waiting for the helmet um another thing that has me um um oh another thing that was a really good thing was um, I'm not sure how many of you were a part of or witnessed the saga that was Babyface versus Teddy Riley, but um, you know, eventually when they finally, when the two uncles got their act together, for the most part, it was the payoff was well worth it. You know, it was a walk down memory lane. It was like, God damn, like they wrote this song, they produced this song, they, you know, that the 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 history and the legend. The legendary music that came out of this, you know, battle was great. I was in my living room, like, going off. Some of you who follow us on Instagram um, saw Tatum going off because I had borrowed her iPad to uh, watch it on the TV so I could also be on Black Twitter at the same time. Um, but, yeah, it was just, it was a great, you know, it was just a black-ass moment. Um, I I know that they're saying they want to do Dr. Dre versus Diddy next, um, but... You know, what I will say is this, is that while I do know that, like, Swiss Beats and Timbaland, they're on to something with this whole versus thing, you know, I'm I'm excited, but I'm a little skeptical because sometimes when you take something out of its, like, raw, pure form and you make it too, um, you try to process it and everything like that and package it, it takes away from it. It doesn't. That's what I think had Teddy Riley fucked up because he wanted to give us a concept. We we're like, no, motherfucker, just hit play. That's all you got to do. And even then, he was still having trouble. So I, I think the jury is still out on that one. But ultimately, I was very excited. I got my life singing my heart out to I'm all the songs. Did. I did. Um, I just hope that they don't try to like monetize it. Yeah, because these motherfuckers got money. Yeah, like don't monetize it in in the way that you're like. If they can get it on like a TV show, and then they're getting corporate sponsors, I don't care about that. But don't charge like, people. Yeah, don't charge the people when there's 22 million people that just file for unemployment. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then my last thing I was gonna say, and it's not really up or down, but I am a little concerned about like I hope I just hope I'm not gaining weight. I haven't stepped on the scale since we've uh, we've done this and. I've been like snacking, obviously, like I'm sure a lot of people have. Clearly still not eating nearly as much as I could have before I had the weight loss surgery. TJ is actually eating uh, gummy bears right now. He would have cursed me out up and down if I was opening a wrapper during recording. But, you know, we don't always hold ourselves to the same standards that we hold others. It's fine. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. I just hope I'm not gaining weight. I think... Um, when I go over to my sister's, I'm going to um, step on her scale and just see where I stand. Because either I'll be the same, I'll be more, I'll be less. But at least I know like what I'm working with. And when my helmet comes, I'm going to get on that bicycle and get some miles under my belt. 
Oh, and the trailer that's coming for Tatum so that way she can ride behind me. We're gonna be like a little family. That's fun. You, that's all you got? You're not excited to go like riding around the neighborhood with, with me and Tatum? Are you How just gonna far leave are you going to go? Well, I might be able to go further with with without Tatum on the back than with, than with it because that's like lugging another 40 pounds between the trailer and her. Yeah. I but mean, that's going to be a good workout. It will be. I just think when you ride around with her, we should just be like in the area. Oh, yeah. I'm not going down no trails or no paths with her. Cause I'm not even going down any trails or paths. I'm starting on pavement because it's been yeah. a smooth decade since I've been on a bicycle. Oh. Uh, yeah. So I went to the entrance. I, I went to the... The cold, like the, the circle. Mm-hmm. So from here to the circle and back, it's two miles. Okay. So that was like 12 minutes, I think. 13 minutes. I could probably do that a few times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once my helmet comes, I may try to ride to your mother's house and see. Well, that's, that's a couple miles. That's definitely, that's like, like yeah. eight miles. I think Herb said it was like 10 or 12. I think he said eight. Because he rode from his house to here, and that was like eight. Okay, so if if it's eight, it'll be 16. There and then back, you yes. get there, and then you got to come back. Okay. Well, we shall see. Yeah. I'll try to, I'll definitely record that for y'all. Record what? You, like, I'll see you off, and I'll record you coming back. Um, I don't need that. That's pretty corny. That's not. Okay. Just trying to document your greatness. I'm regular. You just worry, are you worried about falling on camera? No. Okay. I mean, if I fall, I fall. Like, shit happens. It's not nothing to be, at least for me. I'm, it does. I'm sh- I'm confident I'm going to fall at some point. That's why I need my helmet first. Yeah. You definitely need the helmet so you can protect the ground. Shut the hell up. I'm <laughs> leaving. I'm that done. that big head hits the concrete. <sighs> Moving right along. It is now time for our relationship tip of the week. Don't get married. First of all... For all things considered, with everything going on in the world, me and you have been rocking and rolling. We have been rocking and rolling. I like, can still say don't get married. We have. Had, we, I mean, we've had our bumps in the road, but... It's, it's been good. It's been cool. It's definitely been... like. I mean, granted, we are... In, and that actually leads right into our my relationship tip. Um, I'll say this, and then I'll, I'll, I'll say the tip, and then I'll come back to my point. So, my relationship tip of this week, um, quarantine edition, is to make sure that you're giving your partner or whomever you're living with your roommate your friends your family um whatever ships you're living in right now make sure you're giving yourself and each other as much physical space as you can during these times and i know it's easier said than done in certain situations because if you're living in a studio apartment with your boyfriend or you got kids and you know wherever you're cooped up at I'm right there with you. I understand. But to whatever degree you can have like a place of peace for just a half an hour, an hour, whatever amount of time, a couple hours that you need throughout the day that isn't just like when you're by yourself working, but it's actually like a time and space for you to decompress. Please do so. And more so and more than anything, also, please afford that same courtesy to the other people in your house, because we know that there's some of y'all in this world whose love language is quality time. So this is like bet. I get to be up under my person or whatever way and your per- but your your person is a more of a um 
an acts of service or a words of affirmation person, whatever. They're just not quality time. So they need some space. Sometimes you need to be able to recharge. And in times like this where we there isn't any place to go, there isn't there aren't very many ways for you to get out, quote unquote, out of the house without risking your life, shit. You know, it's important that you still also carve out a space for yourself or give each other some space during this time in order to make sure that you keep your sanity because even in the best of relationships, you know, in marriages or whatever, like you're not, it's in my opinion, like you're not meant to be around that person 24 seven because you're your own person, your own individual. And now that you take work out of the equation and you take social life out of the equation, you want to make sure that you're still giving yourself and the other person space to just do them and be by themselves. And then, you know, you guys come back around and play a little bit of connect Four, get on the video games or whatever, watch a movie. And then you do it all over again tomorrow. So, can I go into my tip, or do you have? I no, because you said you wanted to talk about something. Well, no, all I was going to say was that that's kind of like the blessing of us having moved right before all this started is that we have a, a lot more space for us to have a physical space to ourselves. Like I can be yeah, in the bedroom, and you could be down here. Because if we was in the old spot, I think we talked about that previously. We would have been fighting. Definitely been fighting. Because I'm like, this nigga is always on the couch. Yeah, and I would have been always in the dining room. I mean, that's you would have been you would have been between now. the cup. You would have been between the couch and the just, bedroom. It would have just been a lot. We would on top. Space. We would on top yeah. of each other. Yeah. So we're lucky, and we yes. have all this extra space now to go for a bike ride or take Tatum into a backyard and play, and yeah, it's just better. It's bigger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we have more space. My uh, quarantine tip is uh, for. The I'm gonna say for those with with children, um, is that be uh, use this time to like engage with your children mm-hmm. um, outside of just like teaching, because if that makes sense, the distance learning, yeah, like you know, try to give them some type of normalcy or you know whatever they're going through. Try to make it a little bit fun. Um, be I know Tatum is only three, but I bought Candyland for her. So we could try that. Um, I was Googling some science projects. So me and her are going to build a, uh, a volcano. That's my <laughs> plan. I'm going to build a volcano with her and we can do the eruption. But um, I got some other stuff. But, you know, I think this is I think this is an important time to kind of teach, but spend time. But, you know, do fun things with with your family. Yeah, I think and to that point, like the educator in me will say, like, parents who are listening, listeners of the show, please do not kill yourselves trying to have your kids like stay, keep up with everything, distance learning, remote learning, whatever you want to call it related. Um, You know, it's it's difficult and you want them to obviously not, you know, have, you know, the equivalent of like an extreme summer loss. Um, as far as like the things that they've learned, but you know, be if if your school, if your child's school or school district or teacher is doing too much, you know, take it in stride. Do what you can when you can. Um, you know, get your kids to, to the best of their ability to do it. But you know, if there's a day where like everything is going wrong and shit can't get done because you got a project to do and they they're fighting it, like don't kill yourself and beat yourself up over it. Um, as a teacher, and I saw this kind of floating around in social media too, what I would say is this, is that 
review of skills and and learning and and making sure that your kids are still engaged academically is important but what's more important is making sure that your kids are like social and emotional wellness is like intact through all of this because prayerfully when we go back to school in the fall um like teachers for the most part like we, we we'd be like we got it from here like yeah we got to reset things or whatever but try to make the home life environment like less stressful because then it's already going to be a battle to get kids back into routines and procedures you're talking about you're not just fighting the eight to nine weeks of the summer but now you're talking about you're fighting that plus another three months on top of it and we're going to have to get back into the swing of things and get back into the routines and procedures and get back into instruction but if i add on top of it that the kid was like you know the kid fell into a depression because nobody talked to them or they were home by themselves for 12 hours a day and i know everybody can't help with their 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 situations but do whatever you got to do to make sure that like the social emotional wellness of your kid is as intact as possible during times like this and then the learning and review and all stuff like that that shit will come and don't beat yourself up if it can't happen every day so no i I, listen i agree and listen because we have days where we get our learn on in here and other days where i'm i'm learning this situation is teaching me more patient Mm -hmm. than i've ever been and you know i can't blow up the way my mind has told me i need to blow up and i have to be mindful of that and just be mindful another thing man tj's not supposed to be a teacher (laughs) i feel like i can teach i think i think i would be a teacher of older kids i don't have the patience for like little kids even though i have a little kid this is this is Um, true although little, little older kids I mean, we see grown-ass folks that don't follow instructions, so, and act slow. I was going to continue with something, but I feel like I can use that as something for another episode, so I'm going to... You going to put a pin in it? I'm going to put a pin on that. All um, right. So, so, so yeah, uh, more than anything, hopefully with this quarantine, we're able to build some things that we could take when we go back to normal. So, I, I, like... Like I said earlier, I got Candyland for Tatum, but I think that something that me and Danny can try to um, implement going forward is like a family game night. Yeah, I like so that. So if that means that every Friday, that's our game night or Saturday, you know, we'll find a day. But I just think it's something that we can um, add uh, to allow Tatum to have fun and stuff like that. So I love it. So now it is time for our word of the week. Where our? Well, yeah, because you give It's not the, our. It's you give the word. Now we're, here, now we're ready for TJ's oh. word of the week. Oh, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because okay. it's not our word of the week. I'm coming up with the word. No, you're not it's coming. It's not Danny and TJ thing. It's, but it's, I, it's I'm a, a part of this. I'm a part of this segment. So uh, All you're doing is just letting us know that you can spell it. That's it. I mean, these are words that you don't necessarily know how to spell, though, right? So I'm like, it's an, ed- it's an education. Are you trying to say that I don't know how to spell? I'm not saying that you don't I know how to that's spell. That's what you were trying to I'm say. Trying to say but you're, you're, that's, that's what you were you're inferring. Pur- you're purposely looking up words that are unfamiliar to Originally, you. Originally, yes, that's what I was doing. And then now I'm kind of like just trying to find shit so I can stump you because... You're a hater. I'm not a hater. You're a hater. I'm Definitely. the one out here. I was just trying to learn, and you impose yourself oh into 
into my world. Okay, continue. Golly. Lord of mercy. Buckethead ass. Anyway, yes, it's my turn for my word of the week. Okay. My segment. Go ahead. Rock out. And TJ's word of the week is maudlin. Maudlin uh, definition is self-pityingly or tearfully sentimental, often through drunkenness. The drunk made her, sorry, the drink made her maudlin. 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 Not maudling, right? Like you're not dropping off the G, right? You can give me that much. There is no G. Okay, thank you. There you go. Maudlin. Maudlin, maudlin, maudlin. M. A U D L I N Maudlin. Say that one more time. M A U D L I N. You got it. Ha ha ha! Motherfuck me, no motherfuck you. Ooh, hook spell, Danny. Well, we I'm know that you can smell the speller. Spell. Of the two of us. Anyway, with that, we're gonna take a break. Here, a message from our sponsor, Gaines Sports Gear. G A I N Z Sports Gear dot <laughs> com. <laughs> You're an asshole. Anyway, let's take a a moment and hear, hear from our sponsor. Hey, friend! It's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gaines Load and Lock Grips by Gaines Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support, unlike your traditional workout gloves, and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And as always, you too can embrace the process by using our code LOVERS10 at GAINS, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com, and get 10% off your first order. And now, back to the show. And we're back. Yep. And in the spirit of all things corona-related, TJ and I, you know, sometimes we come to an episode where... Even after all of these years, you want to take them time to get to know each other a little bit better. So what I found was um, 101 questions to ask your quarantine partners to get them know better during lockdown. Now, we're not going to go through all 101 questions, obviously. But TJ and I are going to go through this list and we're going to pick questions that we really want the other person to answer and after they answer we actually have the option to also respond to that question um um, we're going to include the link to the article um in our show notes for tomorrow's episode just so that way if you are let's say you know who i feel for right now i feel for motherfuckers who just moved in with like their significant other during this time because you're like this is like obviously a trial period and can you imagine if like our first months living together we're also like we're in quarantine so we can't go anywhere i mean if you're just moving in with somebody i don't know how bad it's going to be because you know it it might be masked that 
the reason why this person is acting this way or doing this way is because of the quarantine, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no real way to say, this thing is really a slob because he's really a slob. You might be like, he's in a slob because we're going through the quarantine and so on and so forth. So I think that part would be hard, but who got you all smiling? Nothing. I was looking, actually, I was looking at one of those pictures where you have to decide, like, you know, like, it's like, it's which one do you see first? And it was a picture of, well, what I saw first was like a woman was pushing a man's face like to eat her booty. And then the person commented and is said this, it's supposed to be a duck. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, if you don't see the duck, you nasty. And so I was trying to see the duck and I don't see the duck. Let me see it. Hold on. I just want to let y'all know Danny's nasty. I don't see a duck. Do you see the duck? Or do you see booty eating? It do like he eating a butt. The, the duck's on the bottom. The bottom right corner. Oh, shit. <laughs> we got to post this one on our page afterwards. We can. When we drop the episode. I'm going to save the image. I hope nobody goes through my phone. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Danny's nasty anyway. Okay. So, so let's, you, got, you have your questions pulled up? Am I starting? Yes. Yes, you start. And then you can write down the numbers that we've done. All right. 101. Really? Yeah, you wanted that one? No. Okay. I just figured you just Once like, this is all over, what's the first thing you'll do? <sighs> Responsibly is go to work. And then the first thing I do for myself is I would go to get, get them eyebrows. My eyebrows are okay. My eyebrows are hanging in there. I definitely get my, my lashes, my nails, my hair, a wax. A wax. Um, and I don't give a fuck a about massage. A I don't give a fuck about no damn haircut. I can give you a massage for her. I'm nice with it. All right. We'll put that to the test tonight. As long as Tatum isn't waking up, I got you. Why? What's wrong? A, a harmless little massage? <laughs> she can't be. She can. Oh, cause, or you want it to become more than a massage. I mean, listen, I'm trying to give you a happy ending. Oh my gosh. What about you? Shit. I'm going straight to New York. <laughs> Go see your and family. And I'm gonna hit a day party, a night party, a mid party, a brunch party. I'm, I'm gonna be out. Everybody, Bitch, I'm a thought. Everybody Get me lit. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna be on. Everybody's gonna be out. That is what I'm going to be on. Bitch, I'm a thought. Get me lit. I hope that when this happens, I hope that people just. I hope that this changes everybody's vibes, and I hope people don't like. Nobody wants to fight in the club. No one is like angry anymore like i hope people be like I'm i don't glad. i don't want to fuck up the vibe I'm so just, I'm, I'm just gonna be a nicer person i'm just glad to be here exactly got it you know what i mean um okay um i'm gonna go with <laughs> i like this one number 57 what is the worst wardrobe mistake you've ever made the worst wardrobe mistake that I ever made. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. I know, because you think you're so fly. I mean, listen. If I don't, no one else will. Uh, I feel like... Maybe it was like, was it like a, a phase? I think it was Katie's wedding. I didn't love my outfit. Like, so it's like the biggest wardrobe mistake you've ever made? 
Okay, maybe that's not considered a wardrobe. Mis- so I, I guess really I guess it's many. Like, do you, is there like an era of like time where you were wearing a particular style? Okay, if that's the case, the white t-shirt era. Okay. When you was, when I would get like a four x five x, like the longer the t shirt, the better. Like that was the dumbest shit ever. And my jeans were stupid baggy. Oh my gosh. Mm. So that that would probably be the worst era. That like, at two thousand and like two thousand one to like two thousand and no, I'm sorry, like two thousand and three to like two thousand and seven, like somewhere around that era. I mm-hmm. was like, my shit was just stupid, big, and dumb, and got it. Um, I would have to say some of my biggest wa- wardrobe mistakes were so. And I was in high school. I used to wear this gray hoodie all the time, like over everything. It didn't matter what the outfit was. It didn't matter what time of year it was. I just wore it. It was had a lot to do with my own insecurities with my body, but I wore it all the time, and it was just disgusting. And then the other one I would say is, um, this is probably like big in college. When I think back, like during that time, so that was '05 to '09. It was like those, um, there was like those like moccasin boots that were like that you came into like your calf or your knee. And even though like or, like they look like ninja boots sometimes, I had them in like black and brown and beige. I remember those. Yeah, so I that was definitely like not. That was definitely a miss in the grand scheme of things. Um, what about you, though? What's another question for you, sir? Um, I was going to ask number 16, but I think that's just so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, 25, what are you most proud of in your life? Um, I would say I'm most proud of like the life I've built for myself. You know, I'm happy and, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that because I'm not saying that I'm, that marriage, like the, the, not the act of getting married, but like the, the union of marriage that, that is marriage is, uh, has to be has to contribute to your happiness or it defines happiness but for me it contributes being married to you contributes to one of my proudest achievements so like the life I built myself my marriage my family you know my relationships and my like success and then the fact that like I've taken ownership of like my own happiness is some one of my proudest things like when I you know did the things like having the weight loss surgery, going back to therapy, you know, taking care of myself in ways more consistently that I haven't in the past. Like, those things I'm most proud of. Okay. How about you? Um, I would say where I'm at in life right now is what I'm most proud of. Um, it kind of sounds like yours, but uh, I, I feel like our, our reasons are definitely different. You know, I'm proud of Tatum. Um, we get, I get compliments about how smart she is all the time. And mm-hmm. with it being my first child, it's just like, I don't know what's normal, what's not normal. I don't know what's advanced, what's not advanced. So for me, it's that something I've never paid attention to. Mm-hmm. And so 
for me, that's why it's kind of different. I'm proud of, of, of Danny. Um, and, you know, she's always kept me motivated and everything else. I'm proud of, like, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of friends who's doing some dope shit. And I just want to see people win. But I, I, I'm really proud of, as you said, like, the life that we built for ourselves. Uh, if you would have asked me, and I say this all the time, at 16 years old, damn. Just to think that six, like, cause I'm 32 now. Sorry, I'm, mm-hmm. I just had a moment. Mm-hmm. But like, 16 years ago would have been half. But at 16, I would have never thought that this was possible mm-hmm. at all. None of this, like, living in Maryland, no. Owning, owning a house, no. I mean, I always thought I'd get married, but I didn't. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's just those things. And then a lot of it was like. The expectations for TJ wasn't high. Mm-hmm. Like I was the bad kid, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of parents who was like, you know, watch out for him. He's gonna be the bad kid. And mm-hmm. and and when we move forward and we look back, I'm the good kid, and that kid wound up becoming the bad kid, or they went through something. It's kind of like you know, mm-hmm. sometimes we shouldn't pass judgment. You know. Got it. Yeah. So I feel you on that. Um, okay. I'm going to go with number 39, but I'm going to kind of break it into two parts, right? Or I want two answers. So the number 39 is what's the trait that instantly turns you off someone to someone? I need an example. Physical and then like a personality trait. So a physical trait, like something like they, like a physical on their, on their person, on their body, you know, something that's it's like a fake butt, I could say. Yeah, that would be physical. And yeah, then a person and then and then a turn off is like far as like personality or demeanor, like how they carry themselves. Yeah, so I don't like like big, stupid, nasty, fake butts. I don't know. You got no problem with that over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who okayed this for, for women to get this like weird shaped little ant butt. Yeah, they all got it. <laughs> they all got it. Kim K got it. Uh I'm pretty sure Chloe got it. Mm-hmm. The the little one definitely got it. Kendall, mm-hmm. she's reverting back to her old ways. That's Kylie. Kylie Kend- Kendall, got it. Kendall, and Kendall and, and Courtney. And Courtney are the only mm-hmm. natural ones. Yeah. Yes. Um, fucking Tommy from Love and Hip Hop just did it recently, and like she used to have like a nice shape, and now it's like protruding hips. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. But again, I know there's people out there who love that shit. I don't like it. Like, yeah. like when I go to strip club, I'm looking for the one who, whoever, whoever has the most natural looking body, that's who I want. Mm-hmm. Did All you hear that they said that Ari, what's her, her name is, that she actually did have work done? Because everybody was swearing that that was her real butt. Uh-huh. But then they were saying, I saw something on social media that was like her, like plastic surgeon started following her again or something. That might make sense. I mean, we were talking about it last night. Shout out to my guy, Llama. And shout out to my man Rock. They were on Llamas uh, Live. And they were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. About like, should women get their bodies done and stuff like that? Can they get their bodies done? Or, or if they get it, like... If they want to. I mean, that's what the majority of it was saying. But it's like, when you get it, don't don't be... You can't get mad that people don't like it, you know? You can't I mean, get mad that people will comment on it. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a personal preference, and I guess if you but if you I'm just saying it it, it definitely is a personal preference, but people are gonna talk about you good, bad, or indifferent. So don't 
don't get it and then post it. And then when people don't give you the reaction you were looking for, you're upset. Yeah. Oh, you know who now this person this is like not good. What's her name? Peppa from Salt and Pepper. What? She got Salt and Pepper. Pep got her work done because she's actually never really had like a lot of like curves. And she, if you watch Growing Up Hip Hop, like she's clearly had some type of like augmentation in her uh, derriere. And it maybe maybe it's still settling when they were recording, but know. it wasn't. It didn't look ideal. I mean, personally, like I, I mean, and I'll be the first one to say, like I look at asses all the time because I have none. So you know, people, I admire the things that I don't possess. So it's it's you know it's easy to you know you start to have like develop like a preference or what you know a style that you like, and of course, like the natural look is better. And we are in the the thick of like people having bodies that don't necessarily seem like they're anatomically correct but you know this too i'm guessing shall pass um and so then f- for me no what well, you didn't oh yeah your personality yeah what's your personality turn off um i don't like like mean people mm-hmm. or stink people mm-hmm. rude people i got mad at them i don't like liars either oh i hate liars mm-hmm. that's probably the worst thing you could be to me Mm-hmm. Like a liar, like you don't have to lie. Don't tell me that you have the connections or you could do certain things or, like, we don't gotta try to impress people. I don't like people who brag either. Like, if you're like braggadocious or mm-hmm. that's a uh, that's not that's another trait I don't like. Now you can mm-hmm. answer your. Um, physically, the biggest turnoff I would say is. I might have to go with, like, I would say teeth because it's, like, it's, you know, and it runs the gamut, right? So, like, I'm not even worried. You know, I've worked with people who have, like, missing teeth or, like, yeah, like, missing teeth, basically. And, And even though that part is, like, distracting, you get over it eventually, right? I am talking more so about like when you got like janky ass, gnarled ass, rotten teeth in your mouth and they're just sitting there because there was a person that I came across in my lifetime and they were talking to me and it, I didn't know them well, um, but they I had to talk to them for something and I was about to eat. I remember I never forgot I had a freaking burrito bowl in front of me and I was about to eat and she started talking I heard, and it wasn't even about breath. We weren't even close enough, but I could see her mouth. I couldn't eat. I could not eat anymore because I'm just like, yo, this shit is bothering me. How is it not bothering you? And I know healthcare, dental healthcare, all that stuff like that, all factors, socioeconomic, whatever, because you know me, I can always find a, you know, a political PC way of making stuff, but I can't help that it was just like, it made my stomach literally turn. Um, and then as far as like personality or like demeanor turn off, um, up there with me would have to be like cockiness. Um, it's really just like, what do you consider cockiness? Like when you are like, like some like bragging, like it's, there's nothing wrong with being confident, right? But we can always appreciate a confident person, but I, when you are going out of your way to highlight yourself or the things that matter to you and to to just to brag about it i mean it just 
it really like so like the I always think about like Floyd Mayweather like and I know that like having being like like bragging is a kind of like a part of the culture of boxing but to me he always struck me as someone who took it like a, like too far honestly oh you know what else is a turn off for me is trolls so like the way like 50 cent is a troll that shit just does not like sit with my spirit in the long term like everybody can be a tr- everybody trolls from time to time right but like when you make it like your life's work to be a troll i can't fade that either and with that i yield you like you writing down a bunch of questions for yourself you're just like no, are you are you keeping I'm, up i'm keeping up so that way i know what oh okay so what, what's your next one because i had another one but i gotta see if i find it if you don't use it um Hold on, I'm sorry. Sorry, y'all. Uh, I just had it too, and then I fucking excuse my language. <laughs> that's that's TJ frustrated. What's the thing your parents taught you best? What number is that? Forty-seven. Forty-seven. What's the thing that your parents taught you best? Mm, they taught me a lot of things. Um, so I think that what my parents taught me best, like one of, one of the things that they taught me best, like explicitly, was the value and power of like information and education. Because my parents, you know, were both not only was it just because they're like they were both college educated because that doesn't always equate to intelligence but they were just genuinely smart people and they are were and are smart people and that they didn't just like brush me off when i had questions they answered my questions they like they they were they were well-read people like i distinctly remember like my parents would watch the news in the morning. They'd watch the news in the evening. My mother read the newspaper on the train every day. My dad was an avid, like, researcher. Like, so, you know, anytime I had questions about something, he would always be like, well, look it up. And this was obviously before, this it's, part of this time was also before the internet was a thing. So we had encyclopedias in the house. And I'd have to be like, I had a question about dinosaurs. You motherfucking right. I had to go into the 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 living room and go to the encyclopedia bookshelf and take down the letter D, you know, and start looking up stuff. And it was something that, you know, follows me to this day because not only does it, like, it makes me the per- the intelligent woman that I am, but also because it's what, like, sparked my passion for learning and for knowledge and for teaching because I love that feeling of, like, when you obtain and understand new pieces of information and I guess the other thing too was that they kind of taught me was taught me best was how to, you know, in a lot of ways be good parents. Like they weren't necessarily the best married couple, but sometimes maybe they showed me a little bit of what not to do in that aspect. But as far as like mother and father roles, like Gregory and Tony weren't perfect, but they damn sure did. They they balanced each other fucking amazingly. I feel like in raising me and my sister. How about you? Um, so I think for me, um, you know, as you were talking, I'm, I'm over here thinking, trying to find like, what's, what is the thing that my parents taught me best? And I, I, I honestly, I think it may be independence. 
autonomy. Mm. Um, the child that I was, I kind of did things independently and they never altered that. They never like stopped it. Mm-hmm. They'd never like. So, for example, when I was like three, I was like, I wanted food and they didn't listen. And I <laughs> went in it, went in the kitchen by myself, grabbed the pizza out of the fridge, put it in the microwave. And I may have put it in the microwave for like two hours. And it was burned the house. Yeah, then. my parents watching the movies. But that also let them know, like, if TJ says he's he's hungry, that means feed him. And it's. I think about that because Tatum is kind of the same way. Like, if Tatum tells you she wants cookies, that means you need to get up and go get her cookies. Because if you don't, you go ahead she's going to slide the chair over to the cabinet. Like, I, I, I've had to move the cookies further up. But uh, so she, you know, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, of her. I'm seeing a lot of me and her in that aspect of the independence. So I think that's probably the best thing that they've taught me. I mean, but they've given, like you said tons and tons of of just jewels like you know Mm -hmm. like my father always says eight out of ten people are stupid and Mm -hmm. a lot of times as harsh as it sounds i I do it has proven to be correct that a lot of people you know a lot of people just talk out their ass or they tell you something that they heard you know yeah they didn't they, they didn't do the research themselves but they read online that this was happening and then they do that and it kind of reminds me, like, my biggest pet peeve, like, when people send, like, fake articles, mm-hmm. thinking that they're real articles, but they didn't really, like, it It didn't come from New York Post or New York Daily News or New York Times or CNN or, like, mm-hmm. it came from, like, you're an idiot.com. And it'd be like, see? Mm-hmm. And, like, no, nigga, you're, you're an idiot. Like, mm-hmm. But, like, that happened. Um, my father taught me how to, like, argue. <laughs> Damn straight. Um, how to stand up for myself. So it's so much, but I, I, I the, the biggest thing I, I take from them is that they allow me to be independent and make my own decisions. True. All right, here's a here's one. Number fifty. What's the strangest conspiracy theory that you actually believe? Because you got motherfuckers out here talking about five G. And all of this type of stupid shit. It would be the only one that's believable for me. I, so mine is always like UFOs and ghosts, like aliens and ghosts. Cause but that's not really a conspiracy. Well, again, ghosts, no. ghosts wouldn't be conspiracy. No, okay, fair. But so, a conspiracy might be like Area 51 is a conspiracy. Oh, yeah. I absolutely believe in aliens. You can't oh, tell it's, me. It's definitely aliens yeah. here. I think. As long as they leave me the fuck alone. I don't, I don't even think. I don't even know. I mean, maybe they visited or maybe they've driven by, but they probably were like, this place looks fucking ghetto. And um, I honestly, like, you can't tell me that there is all this universe and it's just us. That's just stupid. That's just a waste of space. That's mismanagement of your space, in my opinion. So that's one. Well, that was a quick one. What about you, baby? Um, I answered first, didn't I? Yeah, you said UFOs, and I, okay. I, I agreed. But you said, "What about you, baby?" You mean you like, said, "What's your next question?" So you should have said next question. Oh, well, shut the hell up. Question ninety. Uh, what is the hardest thing you've ever done? Hmm. The 
hardest thing I've ever done. Um, the hardest thing I ever done was like 2017 to 2019. Like th- that just was the hardest, the the most I've ever had on my plate. The hardest I've ever had to like fight to the finish. Um, between I mean we've talked about this on the show plenty of times, but you know, work, school, wife, mother, dying, deceased parent, landlord. All that shit, hard. Glad that most of those things are in the past. So that would be mine. Mm-hmm. How about you? Hardest thing, um, I'm going to say it's twofold. Being a parent mm-hmm. and being a husband. Mm-hmm. Um, those would be my, my, my hardest things. Um, being a parent, there's no way. I mean, being a parent and being married, there's nothing that anybody can tell you to prepare mm-hmm. because every person is different, every marriage is different, every child is different. So they could tell you everything, and then everything they told you is different than what you experienced. So I, I think those are the hardest things. And a marriage isn't tough in a sense of like, it's a battle, but it's a, as me and Danny always say, it's, it's work. Like it takes work. It's being an, being married is not a job, but mm-hmm. it takes work. Like you have to work at it and every day you have to work at it. And yeah, you may have off days and stuff like that, but you can't be consistently off mm-hmm. because again, it's two people becoming one. And then with parenting, it's just like, you're never off. So sure, fuck ain't. Um, I think those would be the the hardest. Okay. Um, I know I saw it on here. Oh, number six. Who? This is my turn to ask, right? Yes. Yeah. Who is your weirdest celebrity crush, past or present? It doesn't have to be some somebody you could have liked when you were younger and don't like now, but just weirdest. Hmm. Who is the weirdest celebrity crush? It's tough. I'll probably say Cardi B. You got a crush on her? I fuck with Cardi B heavy. I feel like we'll have so much fun. Oh. I know, but I didn't think if somebody like you, like, I mean, she's attractive. I didn't, you've never well, really expressed I, like you were like I sexually to, attracted to her. Well, it doesn't say sexually. You're well, crush means. Stuff. Okay, well, crush. Crush. Crush could just mean someone that you like or Admi- you admire. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. Why are you making it sexual, Danny? I apologize. I just like Cardi B. And when people say that, when people hear me say that, some people be like, what? She's she's ghetto or she's not she's not what I would picture TJ would like. Oh. I just like. I like her too. She's I good, like genuine but she's, people. she's actually very smart. I just like genuine people. So that would be my uh, one. Um... I used to, I think, let's see, weirdest celebrity crush. I probably had a crush. I think I had a crush when I was, when I was younger, like really young, like when I first like really started noticing boys, I guess, because of the timing and everything with, um, what was it called? TGIF, like on ABC or whatever. So I definitely used to have a crush on Steve Urkel. You had a crush on Steve Urkel. Well, Stefan Urkel. So he came out the the uh, the chamber. Oh. And um I thought she was gonna say like 
Sean from Boys Meet World. I did like him too. Sean was the friend. Yes. Right? Yeah, I didn't like uh, Corey. Sean was, oh my God, he was so cute. Um, yeah, that is weird. So I would say those two. Okay. Those are pretty, I guess, like, I mean, they're pretty, like. So we've done five rounds. Do you want to do one more? Because I like even numbers. Sure. Um, do you have one? If you do, you can go. I have two more. Dang. I, well, you I have two more that you want to do? Yeah. What numbers? Eight. Uh-huh. And. So I want to keep it light. Thirty. All right, those can be the next two. That's the, that makes seven. But no, I'm gonna use one of those. Oh, sorry. I'll use eight. Okay. And then you can finish it on thirty. Okay. Um, what would your death row last meal be? <sighs> My inner former fat girl. What do you think mine would be? I want I want you to get I want you to try and put together a meal for me. You're out here changing changing I don't know. the game. I don't, I don't know. I, I figured you'll have a dessert. Of course. Because <laughs> you do that. I like dessert. <laughs> so. You'll have seafood. I'm crab know. legs. Anyways, it's back to you. So can you come up with something? Okay. I would want okay all if I had like one it's last definitely meal. a dessert in there that's absolutely it. okay so if I had to like say everything that I would want if I if I could like eat and eat and eat like with no issues there would definitely be like pizza spaghetti there would be like arroz con pollo it'd be like Mexican food. Arroz con pollo is I mean, food. Spanish food and Mexican food. So they'd be they're like... Definitely two different types of They're two different food. types of food, but they'd be arroz con pollo. But they make arroz con pollo too. I've never been to a Mexican restaurant where they make arroz con pollo. They don't make it the same, but they make it. Got it. Okay. So there'd be like tacos. There would be oxtails. Yeah, you're really going ham right I now. I know, right? Because this, this is my last meal. There'd be oxtails. And I can, if, I, if it's death row, and I can, I can stretch out before I have to go, you know, get the needle. So you can stretch out because, like, they have if I, ha- I have they have to let me finish all the food, right? Is that how it works? I mean, I don't know. I've never been on death row. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it does, if that's the case, then I j- I would just be like, for me, I'd be like, I want every food in the world. Um, okay, I would want some sushi. I would want um, some yellow cake with chocolate icing. Some cookies and cream ice cream and mint chocolate chip ice cream. And then I would say, I'll go meet my maker. How about you? Um, so I am hand Dallas BBQs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Texas I need a, size. I need a Texas size frozen. Do they, they don't provide you alcohol for death row, do they? Probably not. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I mean, but still, their wings be fire. So I mm-hmm. definitely get some, some sticky wings. wings. Yeah, their burgers is good too. Probably get one of those. Oh, I should have put a burger I'm on mine too. Lobster tail. I definitely. I'm gonna need like three of those with some nice <laughs> butter. Yeah, some crab legs. But I want the crab legs pre-cracked already. So you just want the meat? No, I want it pre. Like I want it to be like all I gotta do is just slide it, it out. out. That's what she said. Yeah. So. And that's it. What about the, no desserts? Fuck about on damn dessert. Get some chips. I don't know. 
I would have to think about this more now. Okay. Um, death row. That's crazy when you think about it, right? You get a one last meal. Like, just kill me. What the fuck? Well, it's your last meal. I don't, know. I don't need no fucking last meal. I'm dying already. What the fuck? Okay, but don't you want to die happy and full? Stop biting your nails. Anyway, All right. All right. Last, last one. one. Number 30. Name your top five movies. Top five. Wolf of Wall Street is mm. definitely in there. Mm-hmm. Top um, five. So, I have Wolf of Wall Street. Like, I may pick, like, all, like, long-ass movies. Goodfellas? Uh, Casino? Those two can go in there as far as top five. Um, the Wood? The Wood definitely goes in there. Well, that's four right there. Yeah. Above the, no. Not, not above, above the room. That no, nah, I, I, I mean, like that's, it you. I know. I, um, I'm trying to think. Maybe I would do He Got Game because I feel like I should have a basketball movie in there, and that was a great movie. Also, long Spike Lee joint. Yeah. So, Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas, Casino. He got game and the wood. the wood. But I might have to take cas- casinos with Ginger. Mm-hmm. Sharon Stone. with Ray. Liotta. Leota. Leota. He was a snitch. We're going to get the snitch out of there. I'm going to add Bamboozled in there. It's definitely one of my top five movies. Oh, yeah. That is your little dark horse of a... Of it's a great fucking movie. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it doesn't give a lot of uh, a play for it, but I just think that what it represented and, you know, it, it, it taught me about menstrual shows and about black faces and why it's not okay and shit like that. I mean, honestly, that, that kind of opened up my eyes to like how racist America was and made me kind of look at America a little bit differently like it started to pull back the veil yeah yeah curtain, exactly excuse me. yeah and you know t- to think that white actors would dress up in blackface to mock us and you know like that was the and then for African Americans to get work they had to be in blackface even though they were already black like the, the stereotype like when when you really sit back and think about all the negative and bad shit that has happened to black people in America, mm-hmm. I can see how people dislike other people. I'm not saying that is right at all, but you know that is one of those things that I feel like, even though they try to act like slavery, you know, I've seen it in textbooks where they've said. They were migrated as that as far like mm-hmm. they they try to erase what happened. You can't erase what happened. Like mm-hmm. it, they got to embrace what happened mm-hmm. and 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 make it easier. Well, not easier, but they have to make it better. Mm-hmm. But you can't erase what slavery was. Got it. And and, right. and 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 then you can't erase what racism was and 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 it still is, is right. Like the shit that they used to do to us back, and, and and it's crazy when you think about it. Like it was literally a free for all. Mm-hmm. You can kill black people and do whatever you want to black people, and it was okay. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't have to have a reason. They were black, and that was the reason, and that was okay. The fact that, like, they used to, like, hang us, and that was a picnic. Like, that that was their event. The event was to hang a black person, and their families would come and set up a picnic. And, like, the shit that white people did to us was fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's... Still doing it to this day, just in different ways. Yeah, 100%. But just to think that it, this was acceptable. This was okay. If you killed a black person, it was okay. I mean, shit. You can say that now. Yeah, but it's, it, it's a little different. But they still try to use it. Of course. They definitely, you know, try to, try to harm us and, and then use their protective ways or protective things. Like privilege. Yeah, there you go. Sorry. They use their privilege to, to get out of it. And, and, and that's crazy. But yes, I would recommend anyone ever seen Bamboozled, watch it. And we can talk about it. Great movie. Okay. What are your top five, Danny? Um, of course, The Fifth Element. I knew that. Um, you like that Christmas movie. Uh, which one? If Heath Ledger... Is it 10 Things I Hate About You? I do like or... 10 Things I Hate About You. That's not a Christmas movie, though. You know, Love Actually? Love Actually. I do like Love Actually. That's, that's like my favorite holiday movie. So okay. I don't know if oh, I put it in my... Oh, separate. Because yeah, people have holiday favorite holiday movies, and they have their favorite like, movie movies. Got you. Um, probably The Mummy. I do watch that a lot. Um, uh, trying to think. First Wives Club is up there. <laughs> that's a really good movie. Um, that's what three? First Wives Club, Fifth Element, The Mummy, The Mummy. Yep, you had three. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of another movie that I like watch. I'm because I'm trying. I think about movies that I watch all the time. Like they make me happy. So, um, I guess I'm going to just go with, you got two more. I know. The wood. He, what do you think? I, is there any ones I'm not thinking of? You, do you know me? Cause I, the way I was able to name off some of yours. Can you name off some of mine? I thought I was. And you said that those were Christmas movies. So, oh, um, I feel like you like home alone too. You watch that. I do like home alone too. Um, I don't know if I would put it in my top five, but for but for, for timing's no, sake, we got no, Home, no. Home Alone. If you don't know your top five movies, you gotta figure that out, bro. I yeah. Uh, oh, Steel Magnolias. Never seen it. That shit would make you cry. I don't want to cry, but, but okay. Um, but that's a, definitely a great movie. Um, Harlem Nights. Harlem Nights is okay. We could put that in there too. Harlem Nights. So is that the last one? Yeah, for now. There's others that I could definitely put up there, too. Like, I love Ghostbusters. I love... Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't put fucking Ghostbusters. I guess I could... I've never heard you say anything about Still Magnolias. What is Still think, Magnolias? I was trying to think of a movie that wasn't, like, a comedy or science fiction, but... It's choose your top five movies, not choose your top five movies that, that fit into five different categories. Okay, so, yeah. yeah. Still Magnolias is with Dolly Parton and Sally Fields and Julia Roberts. No. It's so good. Oh, I'm good. 
Never. It's so Shit, good. you even like class? I mean, not class. House party? No. Class act? But I'm definitely putting those in there. I'm definitely changing my list. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We do love class act like and house party. Whoopi Goldberg movie. Sister act. Oh, sister act. Yes. Sister act two. Back yeah. in the habit. But you've watched that recently. I've never seen you watch Still, Still Magnolia. Because I know I'm going to cry, but I love that movie. Okay. I also like Ghost, which is a Whoopi Goldberg right. movie. So what are your five movies, bro? Okay, fine, Because you, you're doing Fifth too much. Element, The Mummy, Harlem Nights, uh, Ghostbusters, and what was the last one? Did I say? Still Magnolia. No, the other one. First Wives Club. Was there another one on there? No. You had First Wives Club, Fifth Element, Mummy, Still Magnolia, and Harlem Nights. First Wives Club. Okay, so Still Magnolia doesn't make the cut. No. All right. But it's like number seven. Whatever. Okay. Well, if that's number seven, what's number six? Um, Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But those are just up there. I like so what I like. Was the Wood, He Got Game, Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas. He Got Game, Wolf of Wall Street, Goodfellas. No, Casino. You took out Casino. I mean, you took out Goodfellas. I took out Goodfellas, Casino. The, wait, The Wood, Wolf of Wall Street, Casino. He Got Game. He Got Game, and... um. Oh my God! What did he say? I don't remember. I'm gonna have to go back on the tape. All right. Fuck that. So because I don't remember it, I said bamboozle. Yes. There you go. Oh yeah, the one you spent the whole time talking about. Yeah. So we're definitely keeping that. Ah, this is so now that I'm thinking more, this is tough, right? Because class act is definitely in my favor. <laughs> Mad that it's off of Netflix. And house party is one of my favorites, right? I would take out He Got Game. Yeah, so I'm going to remove He Got Game. It's going to go later. But, I see, I'm fucked up because I have another movie that I got to put in there, right? What? Superfly. That is my shit. That's not one of your top five, though. I watch it all the time. The new shit. The new one with uh, the dude from Blackish. Oh, my goodness. With the, his perm. I, like, I watch that shit all the time. No, that doesn't count. It's too new. It's too new? Yeah. All right, so The Wood, Wolf of Wall Street... Casino, Bamboozle, and if I had to put one in there, I'm going to put Class Act with the honor with Honorable House Party. Honorable mention. Can I do like for number five adjacent? Can it be Class Act slash House Party? Why? Because it's starting the same people? It's starting to say, yeah, it's just. No, a you got to pick one. It's a different person. No, you got to pick one. All right, I got it. 5A, 5B. Class Act. Whatever. Then. So. With that. This has been another episode of Lover's Quarrel. You know that you can find us on Instagram at Lover's Quarrel Show. You can find us on Twitter at Lover's Quarrel 7. You can email us your questions, concerns, quarantine, quarrels, all that jazz at show at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in with us for another episode. As always, I am your girl, Danny, And I'm your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And you know that we fuss. We fight, but, but we, we love. love. Bye. Bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.